Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to episode 19 of the Whistling in the Dark podcast. I'm your host, Patrick Bradley, and today is Tuesday, October 2nd, 2018. Uh, It has been more than two weeks now, I think, since my last podcast, and um, every time I promise to put more out and uh, I've, I've gotten into a bit of a trend of putting them out less frequently. Um, again, uh, begin a new resolve today. Uh, part, of, part of this new resolve for doing more uh, episodes is going to be to try to cut them down a bit, do, do more often and shorter. Um, I, I think there's a lot of reasons. I mean, I think it's, I think it's kind of easier on the listener. Um, you can be more timely. It also, you know, uh, if I do like a 90 minute podcast, you know, there's probably an hour of additional work after that. Um, you know, so I, I mean, it's just a lot of days I, you know, I can't just like carve out two and a half hours, uh, in a day, um, especially to do it multiple times. Um, but I, I actually think it would be better to do two 30 minute episodes a week than one 90 minute episode. Um, that I, I don't know from my perspective, not sure about the, from the listener. Um, anyway, so, uh, with that in mind, I'm going to try to keep things pretty tight. I know it's been so long, um, since I talked, I really just wanted to just kind of like break the ice again. You know, I, I, I'd been away from it and um, just a bunch of, you know, obviously lots of stuff. The world keeps on uh, turning. And the two things I wanted to talk about, uh, one that is going on right now is the, you know, the Kavanaugh, uh, Judge Kavanaugh and the Supreme Court in the uh, uh, accusations of sexual assault and, you know, all that stuff. And... Um, <clears throat> and then the other thing that uh, I didn't find out till uh, really recently, um, but they're uh, the, about the um, Korean uh, peace agreement between North Korea and South Korea. Uh, pretty, pretty unbelievable um, that that they signed this and. <clears throat> You know, um, and I'm, I'm going to start. I'm going to start with that and do the Kavanaugh thing uh, after. So uh, I, I just pulled up a USA Today article about it. Kim Jong Un and Moon Jae uh, Jae In signed a peace agreement at a Korean summit. Um, <clears throat> Kim promises to visit Seoul. It's quite a quite a title. <laughs> uh, so. Seoul, uh, South Korean President Moon and North Korean, uh, North Korean leader Kim Jong-un signed a broad agreement on Wednesday morning in Pyongyang that both said would usher in a new era of peace in the Korean Peninsula. At a news conference held in Pyongyang's state guest house, President Moon said that North Korea will permanently dismantle its Dongchang-ri missile engine test site and launch pad and would allow international inspectors to observe. He added that North 
that the North would take the further step of closing its Yongbyon nuclear facility, and the United States responded with further, con- if the United States responded with further concessions. The South and North also discussed denuclearization steps for the first time. Moon said of his talks with Kim in a joint press conference held at the North State Guest House. Um, So, whatever, there's some tweets. And by Trump. Uh, anyway, so, you know, um, just wanted, I don't, you know, I don't know that I'm going to have a, like a ton to say about it. Um, but, you know, any time that I have brought this up in like mixed company, meaning like not around libertarians, you know, anything about like North Korea. Um, so I'm. I mean, I guess, like, I'm generally, I have some close friends that are, you know, libertarians of some uh, shape, form, or fashion, Um, most not to the, like, all the way, you know, uh, anarcho-capitalist extreme, but, you know, they're on the spectrum, and, um, and then lots of, you know, liberal friends, Uh, you know, I live in, like, in the city in Atlanta and while while it is in the south Atlanta is you know like most cities in the United States like very very liberal uh you know and, and young people definitely tend I think to lean liberal as well so um you know anytime it's brought up or you know it gets talked about it's you know it's almost like laughed off um you know and I think it's just uh it's another example of you know these people being propagandized and um you know it's i don't think it's like all roses or anything but to like deny that there's any anything positive i mean i'm 41 years old i mean nothing like this is uh has ever happened in my lifetime you know between these two countries and you know this uh it was already like 25 years in, you know, when I was born, I believe. Uh, I don't know exactly like the years of the Korean War and everything like that. But I mean, I think like the, the fighting had ended, you know, 20 years before I was born. You know, so this this sort of like crazy, like arms build up standoff, North Korea just becoming a complete like lockdown concentration camp for its people you know, starvation, torture, it's fucking awful, you know, all that stuff, you know, it's been going on for like 60 plus years. And, um, I mean, this is the first, you know, movement. I mean, unless maybe somebody older than me can, you know, correct me and say, oh, well, back, you know, in the 80s or 90s, like some, you know, something like this had happened. But, <clears throat> I mean, when you, you know, you're looking at it, it's like, well, there is a different leader in Kim Jong-un and as much as, you know, people make fun of him and he, you know, he looks ridiculous and everything like that. And I mean, he definitely had some people killed, um, you know, he, uh, he's somehow like allowed this to happen and, uh, you know, he's like backed off enough, <clears throat> you know, to, to sign this agreement with South Korea. And I mean, there are these talks of denuclearization and, uh, you know, I, I mean, I have to say, I, I'm not sure, you know, if that's necessarily in North Korea's best interest, but 
you know, I'm certainly glad to have countries, you know, getting rid of nuclear weapons. Um, it sounds great. But, you know, in general, to me, it's just the bigger thing. I, you know, I, the whole thing, and I mean, if you look at the news today about this, it's talking about how uh, North Korea is saying, oh, this peace treaty doesn't mean, you know, it's de- we're going to definitely denuclearize or it can't be used as a bargaining chip I, for denuclearization. I'm not even totally sure, like, what that means. Um, <clears throat> but what I do know is that... Uh, you know, they're talking and, you know, the idea of like the borders of North Korea opening up um, at least a bit more, you know, seems like a really, you know, an actual possibility, Um, you know, and, and I mean, I think that like, you know, your hope should be somewhat bolstered, bolstered by the fact that, a kind of similar, you know, not at least not like totally unrelated thing happened in China over, you know, in recent years. Um, and again, like, I, you know, I'm I'm not one of those people that's like touting China as this like great place. Uh, you know, I think people definitely go a little too far. I mean, it's still um, it's still pretty, uh, you know, it, it's still really bad for a lot of people um but you know and i i'm not sure of the like the timeline or whatever but i mean you know hundreds of millions of people are better off now than they were like 10 years ago there you know there's a lot you know it's a lot more opportunity there and um you know things are like opened up and and uh you know it's just you know contrasting that against like the way things are handled you know by our military in the middle east and that's like you know the other model like one model is to you know keep trying to keep communications open and keep get relations better and better and you know hopefully like a the sort of gradual like opening up or you know or hey man i mean if there's a revolution i mean certainly north korea like that that regime deserves to be like ousted uh with violence right um but that's kind of up to them right uh so in lieu of them sort of just doing that i mean i feel like the outside thing is to try to like trade with them you know I mean, just like not to like reduce it down to money or whatever, but I mean, I really think that that's the thing. Um, you know, like you generally aren't going to war with countries that you have uh, that are good trading partners. And, um, you know, so anyway, uh, I mean, I think that there is, you know, I, I, the uh, all the establishment people left and right that are you know clamoring to you know i don't know put crazy sanctions on north korea and you know just blasting trump for all this stuff um i you know i i just don't see how they have any leg to stand on um <clears throat> you know they want to claim how crazy you know, oh this is just like pie in the sky thinking and it's like well what about china and so let's uh let's look at china since 9 11 
and the entire fucking Middle East since 9-11. You know, where's the needle pointed in China and where's the needle pointed in the Middle East? I mean, maybe now it's like leveling off in the Middle East. I don't know. I mean, I don't know how like rock bottom you can get and keep going more rock bottom. But... I have a funny feeling that they can go lower because Iran has not been invaded, you know, by the U.S. and coalition forces or whatever. And that's, you know, that's the the big, you know, the final prize. So <clears throat> it can get worse. Um, you know, so to me, it's just it's just totally obvious that these and and I mean, that's even giving them the benefit of the doubt that they were actually attempting, you know, that the powers that be, the ones that really sort of set this stuff in motion, actually gave a shit in the first place about helping the people in the Middle East in any of these countries. You know, it's certainly not that. It's just geopolitical and, you know, motivated and money, money you know, financially motivated. I mean, so, you know... A lot of people got really, really, really wealthy off of all these wars uh, in the Middle East and the war on terrorism. And, uh, you know, North Korea and South Korea signing a peace treaty, that's a big-ass payday going away, you know? And that's another power play because if, if they, you know, don't do that and somehow the United States eventually invades and then, like, we really get our tentacles in there, you know, that's like a, a foothold in a whole different, you know, part of the world. I mean, now we're on, you know, either side of Russia. <laughs> oh, man. So anyway, I, you know, I'm very glad to see that. Um, and I, I put this on the very, very short list of positive things uh, that Donald Trump has done. And I, uh, I hope that it continues. Um, and I, you know, I have some faith that it will because, I, you know, if anything, I, I, one thing I think is interesting, uh, or maybe, well, let's just let's just say this is the last piece on this, um, is that. You know, I think it's interesting that North Korea and South Korea have this by themselves um, and that, you know, Donald Trump doesn't have to be involved in this. You know, he's not making the United States the centerpiece as if the United States is brokering this deal. Um, And it goes back to the same theme that I've talked about before of, you know, the United States for most of my life has just been this like bully everywhere and you know everything has to run through us you know everything is is the united states problem and the military's problem and you know it's like we there's this like weird faux responsibility you know that if something happens you know to some people the united states has to come in and free them you know and i mean I mean, how many of those things are just manufactured events, you know? And and again, like the the big one uh, is the yellow cake uranium. Um, I mean, it's totally fabricated and started a war, you know, with Iraq. And nobody's ever gotten in trouble for that. So uh, anyway, you know, it's like that kind of an attitude and... 
and now you have, you know, I mean, Trump was definitely part of the initial, you know, that initial talk. And that was a big deal. But I, I like the fact that that North Korea and South Korea are sort of continuing this, you know, on their own. And it and it seems like the United States is mainly concerned with things that like concern the United States. Trump's always talking about getting like, uh, you know, uh, BOWs back or whatever, um, and the denuclearization. I mean, both of these things like really matter uh, to the United States. So, okay, it's good to be in those talks, but you know, I I don't know. I I like it, and it, it's the same vibe as you know with Russia and um, with Putin. That it's it's like they want it. It's I mean, and, you know, and it's just like we live in some in the fucking upside down like that the you know the left is like trying to beat up on trump for like not being more aggressive um you know towards putin and uh i don't know man yeah it's uh Ah, I wish I could have saved it. I, I'm on a, I'm on my wrong computer. I actually did have some pretty interesting things saved about um, various uh, f- friends on Facebook's just like insane posts uh, about like um, what's this guy's name? You know, about just like liberals being basically like weirdly violent and stuff uh here's here's one this guy's like super super uh liberal or whatever and he shares uh uh an article chechnya starts concentration concentration camps for gay men first time after hitler uh there's i mean the fucking like they were murdering the shit out of fucking people uh, like ISIS and Al Qaeda. Like they're not gay friendly, man. They're fucking super murdery and torturing towards gay people. So, like, I mean, maybe they didn't set up concentration camps because they were just cutting their fucking heads off. You know, I mean, honestly, if I had the choice to be put in a concentration camp where maybe there's some time for me to get out or somebody to come save me or get my head sawed off on a video and like sent to my mom. Yeah, I'm going to go in the concentration camp, I think. I, I just don't want to get my head sawed off. But anyway, so he shares this and, and he adds the comment, Chechnya is part of Russia. Russia is not our friend. It's like, okay, so what do you want? I mean, like, what the fuck do you want? So you want to go to war? Uh... I don't know, man. It doesn't make any sense. It's, uh, yeah, it's really weird. Um, I don't know why. I don't know. I, I don't know what, like, yeah, I, I, I hear this all the time, you know, and the same thing with like tough talk on North Korea. And it's like, right, right. Like the, the regime is terrible, but, but we want to like help the people. We want good stuff for the people, you know? And it's like, Sure, I you know I don't even know what the hell's going on in Chechnya. I mean, I'm pretty sure like Putin isn't putting gay pe- men in concentration camps. You know, like maybe there's some fucking shit going on. There have been they've been at war, you know, battling back and forth with che- Chechnya for a while. Um, so you know, I have my doubts. 
that it's you know Putin, which is obviously the implication. I mean, that's yeah, you know, that's the thing. It's like, and this guy's a smart guy. This guy, I quoted some other people before that are just like fucking retarded, but this dude's very smart, you know, and um. But he can't see the forest for the trees, man. Like the propaganda worked on him, you know, and he's, uh, I, again, I don't know what you're claiming for. What do you want to do? You want to put sanctions? Oh, that's really fucking good. So let's starve everybody. Like, I mean, if they're already like abusing gay men now and then they don't have like, now you give them less money overall or less food, less access to water, like, Who's going to lose it more? They're going to fucking squeeze the gay people even more. Like, it's not going to help them. Or you want to attack? So you want to kill, like, a bunch of people? Like, you think that, like, everybody's guilty? You know what I mean? Like, it's fucking nuts, man. But I see shit like that a lot, you know? And it's a super bummer when it comes from, uh, you know, people that are bright. You know, then it's even more. I mean, it's like, okay, if you're just sort of uh, an average, you know, sort of intelligence, it's going to be pretty hard, I think, to get over, you know, unless, uh, you know, to get get sort of beat out this propaganda. I mean, unless you have a lot of people around you that are sort of like seeing through it as well. I mean, I do think there's something to that. You know, I do think in like groups where you're balancing the sort of media coming in, which is, you know, a reason to do this podcast is a reason to talk to your friends and, you know, but I don't know, you know, I'm also like, I get that that stuff comes with risk, you know? Um, I mean, yeah, you know, like it's, it's really hard to, you know, it's like, I mean, anything I want to say that is like counter to the Democrat, uh, like kind of line of thinking right now, it's, it, I have to spend like all this time to sort of explain how I'm not a, you know, a Trump supporter, I didn't vote for Trump. And what's the difference between a libertarian and a Republican? And, you know, it's just, which I guess is is good, but you know, I mean, it's so they hear that once for me for five minutes, and then you know they go and like stare at their Facebook news feeds, their Instagram feeds, or Twitter feeds, or whatever, you know, for like eight hours of screen time a day, and it just like fucking melts their brain. Oh man. So anyway, um, so yay, peace in Korea. Um, at least, you know, a good start. Uh, and so the next thing, which is like the main thing dominating the news today and has been for a little while for, uh, I don't know when it, when was it Friday? Maybe anyway, is Christine, uh, Blasey Ford's accusations of, uh, what's it? Brett Kavanaugh. Um, and you know the uh the sort of testimony that both of them appeared uh, in front of some i guess senate committee <clears throat> so uh you know i i listened to some of it um both on both sides and um it's uh you know, it's it's interesting. Um, I, I mean, honestly, like I, just to summarize my point is I, I, I have no idea. You know, I don't know. 
I don't know. I mean, I listened to her. She didn't seem like she was lying. Listen to Kavanaugh. Uh, so listen to, yeah. And I, you know, I didn't honestly didn't really seem like he was lying either. So I was like, okay, like I don't, you know, I don't have the the wherewithal to just listen to his testimony and be like, yeah, one is telling the truth and one isn't. Um, I. I was sort of surprised by that. I thought it would be a little bit more clear, obvious. Um, but, you know, when you come, you know, you get down to it. And uh, I don't know, there's a couple things. Like, um, she, uh, you know, there's this a bit about uh, her sort of, oh, this is like pol- obviously politically motivated. Why didn't she come out before and say this stuff? And, uh, and I mean, she pretty much said that. So, uh, that it was, um, so, I mean, I don't think it's like a secret. I mean, I really think that like she would have just not, you know, I guess she said she talked about it in, um, you know, some therapy stuff or whatever. And, um, she just like probably wouldn't have never told anybody you know except for this she was just like nah fuck this dude man like this motherfucker like raped me you know um so you know i i don't think that that's like a pretty uh, much of a valid attack on her uh certainly like obviously if she just is making this all up and the Democrats just like put her out in front and, you know, she's lying and everything, uh, then that's, you know, obviously (laughs) terrible. Um, but I don't think that the timing of it is like enough as particularly because I feel like she could explain it away pretty easily. And in fact, saying that, yes, it's politically motivated. And this is why, because I don't want this guy, like I'm testifying because I don't want this guy to be on the Supreme court. Like, uh, it's pretty, you know, kind of cut and dry there. Um, uh, let's maybe go back and forth. So, uh, stuff that is not you know is pretty damning of what she said uh is these witnesses and i i still think to this day uh, or to, to up till today i haven't heard anything different is not there's not been a single person to corroborate anything she said from back in that time uh, and she's named specific people obviously kavanaugh um so he's obviously not corroborating it but but like three or four other people nobody's corroborated it at all they i guess they either say they just have no recollection or like they don't think it happened you know or somewhere in between that or whatever but i mean nobody's been able to be like oh yeah i you know remember going to this party with her or i mean obviously the one guy's like supposed to be in the room so maybe he's you know a little bit less uh you know apt to um be be honest about this but you know i mean i i don't know man like if i had the fbi like ask me some question about like and i happen to be and i was in a room and i didn't do anything but some guy was like guy uh, like i don't know trying to hook up with this chick and she didn't want him to and like i just didn't do anything and then 25 years later i'm questioned about it like I kind of feel like I would be honest. I, I, I mean, I don't know. I feel like, are you gonna? 
I don't know like what level of like where things become legal or not. I mean, I, I know you can't, you know, it's illegal to go on the stand and lie. Um, but I mean, there, it's not like you're uh, like anything could happen to you. I I don't know. It just seems like the when you weigh, weigh the pros and cons, um, I would probably just admit to it unless I really wanted to back up Kavanaugh, you know, or I, I had something to gain by like Kavanaugh being in. But I don't you know, I don't think that that's the case. I mean, you're talking about like fucking childhood friends. Like, I don't know that these guys are like still tied in together. So anyway, so that's, that's definitely a pretty big knock against her. Uh, and then something I was thinking and uh, I this was actually kind of interesting. You know, I. <clears throat> In general, um, you know, the the sort of Me Too stuff um, hasn't, uh, let's say, connected with me. Um, and sometimes, you know, it's, it's like a bit much. Um, but, you know, I think that there's a lot of... Uh, I mean, there's there's a lot of truth to it, man, and a lot of fucking women get sexually assaulted and like don't say anything ever. Um, and I, you know, I I don't know, man. I like all different reasons, but definitely shame, especially if you're young. You know, like if you're fucking young, like I mean, it's you know, it's it's one thing, like a straight up, like on the street, I got raped. I'm an adult woman, you know, 25 years old or something. I, w- I would suspect that that stuff gets reported a lot more. Um, but let's say you're 17, 18, you get, you know, some guy fucking forces himself on you at a party or whatever, you know, has sex with you, leaves you, whatever. I mean... I, I don't know. I I feel like I just can like I don't have that much of a hard time putting myself in the shoes of, you know, a young girl and being like, yeah, I get not reporting it. Like it just it makes sense to me, you know? Like you're going to fucking like A, yes, you're ashamed. B, you know this person. And you're going to get so much fucking shit for this. Uh, I mean, even if you get a bunch of support, I mean, it's just going to make your life fucking crazy. You know, like I'm mean, you're accusing somebody of rape. And you're going to have to go to like trial and all this stuff. And like your character is going to be on trial and, you know, all this stuff. Um, so, I, yeah, I mean, I totally get it. Um, but, you know, uh, and and that's actually something. So. Oh, over the years, I've, I feel like I've just slowly had like more and more uh, uh, my eyes open more and more to like how prevalent this is. And, you know, I um, say I'm involved with like uh, young, a lot of young people uh, and, and like recovery and stuff. And, um, you know, I. I mean, I'm. This is just like totally anecdotal, but I swear more than half of the women have been like sexually abused that are in recovery. That I that that's like my experience. I think it's way over. You know what the normal, uh, you know, average is. Um, I mean, it's not even close. I mean, I think like the annual. Uh, rape statistics are like 30 out of every 100,000 uh, 
people i guess it's people um so i don't know you'd have to like scale that up i mean because that's you know but it, it, it like so in whatever in 10 years it's 300 you know what i mean 30 years 900 i mean you're only getting into like a thousand it's only it it's it's single digit probably percentages of women but i think when you get into into like the recovery community uh it's it's so much higher um you know and i, I mean it's just probably a whole lot of reasons like there are in abusive families they're in alcoholic families they're in like really really you know women uh you know addicts and and alcoholics are in you know they're just much more vulnerable people in you know in in like way way more dangerous uh situations but anyway you know that that was that was kind of my first experience with it it's when i was in in, uh in my 20s when i kind of like started to you know kind of realize this like man like that how you know how often it just was like ridiculous like how many women i knew that had been raped uh, uh, you know and i mean i just say 50 percent. i have no clue but it's it's a lot and um so that was sort of like the first uh i think time that you know i really sort of <clears throat> had my eyes open to it and um you know so when like the me too thing kind of came out it, it certainly didn't surprise me uh, you know and that 30 per 100,000 is also like reported you know so that's kind of the point of the me too moment right it's like all you know most of the times the idea is it's me too i also had this happen to me and i never said anything and so here i go so um so that's basically what this woman's doing right she's basically saying this happened i never really talked about it and um you know i i saw uh, uh a woman on facebook that i've known i knew him from high school i mean i don't really know her now but you know we're facebook friends and she posted something about that like her own experience and it goes back to like when we were in middle school um you know it was just this uh well she posted on facebook so it's it's kind of private i guess so but anyway you know it was like um i don't know man it's just messed up it's just like this you know thing happened to her um and it altered her life and she never told anybody uh you know and it happened in middle school you know and and so like yeah i think stuff i I mean i so i think it's like completely plausible that she just didn't say anything for a long time and you know decided to now and um so you know that I, i i can see like a lot of sort of both sides of of you know why you may or may not you know believe her or you know why a lot of these arguments don't you know i don't think think like hold that much water but like you know at the end of the day i mean like when you really get to you know okay so what's happening what's the purpose of her coming out the purpose of her coming out is to block kavanaugh from becoming uh you know getting on the supreme court and in that capacity like i just don't see how it can happen you know like outside of another witness corroborating which at this point since we haven't had it i i mean i just don't see how that's gonna happen i mean you know there's just no there's just like i i would assume that the level uh that you need to get to to sort of prove 
um, this case uh, or, or to like block him or get the Senate to not ratify his nomination or whatever, whatever is the uh, the jargon for this. Um it's not like innocent until proven guilty, right? Like they could not vote for this guy because they don't like the color of his eyes. Um, as far as I, you know, as far as I know, I mean, I'm sure they have to like justify it to somebody, you know, whatever, but in their hearts, right. They just like, they can do whatever they want. Um, there, there doesn't need to be, you know, a preponderance of evidence or whatever these other, you know, uh, legal terms are. But that being said, I mean, there's there's just there's literally just one person's uh, claim. I mean, I I, like to me that this can't be enough. You know, like there's got to be something else. There's got and and I mean, maybe I'm wrong. I mean, I guess the uh, maybe there's I I don't I don't know what the timeline is on this, but, uh, you know, the uh i don't believe the fbi uh is going to investigate this um i'm seeing the news the fbi has no current plans to interview dr christine blasey ford so <clears throat> i mean i would assume they're not investigating if they're not going to interview the only uh you know person that claims that this thing happened um so I, I I just can't imagine that, you know, that this is successfully going to block him. Um, but, you know, in the kind of propaganda world, it definitely landed. This punch landed. You know, it's like, here you go. You got another, you know, white male. And this guy's a fucking rapist. And he's on the Trump ticket. Like he's part of the Trump train. And it just proves the point you know, even more, um, you know, that Trump's a racist and he's a misogynist. Uh, and you know, maybe that maybe he is the second part. I really don't know about the whole racist thing. I, it seems like built on nothing. Um, but you know, he's certainly a misogynist. Um, you know, but this, this definitely like piles on, so it'll be really interesting. And, you know, I had a, another friend of mine bring up, you know, and it was kind of funny because I haven't been, you know, super into this. But yeah, he was saying, he's like, yeah, I mean, you know, whatever. And th- this guy kind of pretty liberal, I guess. But he, he's uh, he kind of floats all over the place, I guess. And, um, you know, he was talking about this and uh, the, you know, the Blasey Ford stuff with Kavanaugh. And he's like, yeah, I mean, you know, it's like. I mean, I I guess, you know, we could get it, but he's like, look, I mean, the bigger issue is like, you know, this guy is, this guy's like not who we want on the Supreme Court. And, um, and, uh, you know, I'm not going to go into this. I mean, you know, it's, there's no, there's no fucking voting. There's nothing. I mean, it's like one of the most powerful, right? Like we have nothing to say about like, why don't, why don't people get to vote on who's on the Supreme court then if it matters so much, you know, these people are in there for life. And it's just like this total, like wild roll of the dice. Like, man, if this dude fucking dies or retires when you're in office, you get to replace him. So then it's like, Oh, we have more Republicans and Democrats or whatever. But 
anyway, uh, you know, but this this guy, like, I, I guess it, there's a possibility of like Roe versus Wade being overturned. Uh, and honestly, I'm not so sure what I feel about that. I've, I've never like delved into it. Um, you know, the whole abortion topic, I think, is like very, very difficult uh, to wade through. Um, even from like a property rights kind of like you own your body, it's tough because it's like, yes, the woman owns her body, but so does a baby. And at what point is, you know, a baby able to own its own body and not want to not get murdered? You know, I mean, all that. I, I, I just don't I don't think that there's any clear answers to that. Um, so it becomes like just uh, opinions, you know, um, and opinions about something that's super fucking serious and emotional. So, yeah, Zad, I think he's got a pretty bad record on, on like, privacy and stuff like that. I would guess, like, fourth, uh, I think it's Fourth Amendment. Um, so, anyway, I mean, as, like, a libertarian, we probably shouldn't want this guy in, I guess. Um, but there's probably not going to be, like, any judge, except for, like, Judge Napolitano, uh, that we would, like, want anyway. Because if you have, like, Democrat judges come in, they're going to, like, fucking, you know... Uh, I mean, the last time the Supreme Court did all that weird shit with like the health care bill, you know, health care. And I don't know. They wound up making it like a tax or just something insane. You know, I mean, so I mean, maybe you could stop that kind of stuff. And like maybe, you know, maybe there would be like a bright side to having Kavanaugh there. I mean, possibly he would limit, you know, government uh, sort of overreaching in like commerce and that type of stuff. But you know, I don't have a lot of hope for that. Uh, but anyway, I, you know, my, uh, my guess is that this guy is going to be on the Supreme court. I have no idea like what the Vegas odds are on that. Um, but I just don't see unless something like really, uh, uh, substantial comes out. Uh, it's just like, as far as I can tell, it's just this woman's word against Kavanaugh. And I, I just I can't believe that's enough. And I mean, this committee is like the like the whole idea is like there's more Republicans right now anyway. So, I mean, you'd have to like flip Republicans on this. Uh, not, you know, so I mean, it would have to be pretty substantial. Um, yeah. And, uh, you know, and it, uh, you know, like we, I said, it sort of does kind of touch on this kind of, uh, you know, the, the, um, this idea of like, I, I mean, I don't know. I, I guess if you do report a rape, you know, sort of closer to it, there's like way more of a chance of having like corroborating evidence or witnesses or something, right? Like you can say like, okay, like, yes, I remember you two were both at this party for sure. You know, uh, somebody maybe saw you go upstairs and I did see this guy go upstairs or whatever. And, you know, maybe you do have like bruises or, you know, some, you know, some physical, whatever i mean shit you could even add like dna on your clothes and you know whatever so um but you know but that being said you know like my friend from high school i mean you know some shit happened to her in middle school and i you know there's a good chance she still has like trauma she's still carrying trauma from that to like this very day and uh you know that's that's a bummer um 
I, w- I would say I was looking at the numbers for uh, rape over uh, like uh, year over year in the United States. And good news is that for a while, for like many years, it's actually been dropping. Um, but around like 2013 or 2014, it seemed to like turn up weirdly. Uh, not really sure, you know what uh possible explanation is but you know i think that's something you know that kind of goes in also with like uh like the murder rate you know is has kind of steadily been dropping in the united states you know we have see this like the rate of forcible rape uh has been dropping and and you have to think too that like i gotta be more women report rape now on average than in the past you know it's uh, although i still think you know it's gonna like turn your you know your life's obviously your brain inside's already turned upside down but now are you gonna like just pretend nothing happened and keep your sort of life rolling as normal or are you gonna choose to also turn your entire life upside down so uh i know it's hard but i you know i do think that it's got to be a little bit easier today than it was you know 25 years ago so uh anyway some weird topics i feel like this show the whole show had a weird vibe um but it's also been a while since i've been talking you know, so I just wanted to say something. Uh, so yeah, I will. Uh, I'm gonna try to get a little more, a little more wire, wired in, and uh, pay a little bit more attention to the news, and do another one of these Nothing episodes soon. Uh, so until then, take it easy. Black eyes, like a doll's eye. I know you sign on, 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 I know